You're listening to KLYT. Welcome back to ABQ Connect. Once again with us for our Friday financial update, Brian Cochran joins us from John Moore Associates, johnmoore.com. And, of course, on the website, you can go to the Insights page. We mention it just about every week. Uh, but there's a, a plethora of good information for you to uh, go and read uh, on various topics that uh, impact how you handle your finances and how you handle the resources God's provided for you. Brian, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, always my pleasure, Steve. Well, as uh, as has been the case for, uh, I don't know, I don't know when inflation, you know, I can't remember when inflation wasn't on everyone's radar, uh, but uh, it uh, uh, some new reports have come out. Right. Uh, as we've discussed in the past, our team follows uh, about 16 different economic indicators, different statistics that we get about the economy. Some of those come out every week, some come out every month, and some come out once a quarter. Uh, we get inflation data every month, and what we just saw yesterday was the inflation data for December 2023. Okay. Uh, now, uh, is that something that with, you know, the uh, with uh, shopping and and uh, is there is you know with every year with the the holidays is does that have an impact on on uh, inflation reports? It can. Um, the way that impacts inflation is if consumers are spending a lot and there's a lot of demand in the economy, that will drive prices higher. If consumers are pulling back and everybody's discounting prices whether that's prices of homes, prices of luxury goods, prices of food, uh, all that can be impacted by demand. Um, so you see that that supply-demand push-pull happening in the economy, and that's reflected in inflation. That's a lot of what drove inflation to the highest levels we'd seen in 40 years during COVID, is people had a lot of money to spend thanks to all the stimulus, and but there weren't so many goods available because of some of the shutdowns and the supply chain disruption. So we're trying to get out of that um, that challenge, that uh, sort of un, uh, untypical or atypical environment where we had so much demand and such a challenge with supply. Well, you know, prior to coming on the air, you know, we talked about uh, uh, what we're going to our topic would be today, and one of the things that I mentioned, and I and I really mean it, Brian, is it's great that our listeners can tune in and and hear your insight. Uh, uh, and of course, when I say your insight, uh, there's a team of people at John Moore Associates, I'm sure, working together to kind of sift through the, the data. Uh, but, uh, you know, often we see some of these reports show up on the news and elsewhere. And the truth is, they're kind of spun, depending on what you're watching. And uh, I, I appreciate that we can get the information from you. And I really don't feel like the spin is there. I think we're looking at hard facts. Yeah, that's what we try to do. And in all things that we do for our clients, we try to be the consistent and objective third party in their financial decision making because we all have our own personal biases and our own emotions that can get in the way. And that's not because you're not smart. <laughs> you know, we work with physicists and PhDs and all these really brilliant people, but they still have functioning human brains, which means they have emotions and bias. So uh, that's a big part of good financial planning is is trying to remove those emotions that might disrupt our decisions. And right now we're in a, a year of politics, so inflation and the economy and these things are being politicized at an extra extreme level because we're in a, a big election year, of course. So 
a lot of this, the spin is, is significant and it's real. So uh, as you look at the report that came out yesterday, Brian, what are we finding? Well, if you just look at the headlines, what you'll see is that inflation, um, the decline that we've seen in inflation over the last several months is starting to plateau a little bit. And there's a headline number we see of the overall consumer price index, or CPI, which was up uh, 3.4% year over year uh, in December. So that's an above average growth rate. We'd like to see inflation sitting around 2%. That's a very manageable rate. So we're still above the target inflation that, that we like to see and that the Federal Reserve is shooting for. Um, but what I think is always interesting is to get down into those numbers a little deeper because not everything's going up in price at the same time or at the same rate. For example, one of the areas that's kind of a nagging part of inflation is food. Uh, food was up 2.7% year over year. So a lot of people, when they think, oh, I hear inflation's down, well, I, you know, every time I go to the grocery store, it's still more expensive. And that's true. You know, food has been consistently more expensive for the last couple of years. However, energy was down 2% year over year. So you're seeing a little relief at the pump, um, a little bit in your natural gas bill as well. Uh, also, um, used cars and trucks. It was up for the month, but down over 1% for the year. So that was an area that really spiked during COVID. If you recall, there was a big inventory challenge with cars. So used prices on cars went up significantly, and that's starting to subside. Probably the biggest area that I see as problematic would be what's called the shelter index. So how much does housing cost? And that was up 6% year over year. And that's a big part of most you know, families' monthly output, unless you're living in a paid off home, uh, you're probably experiencing some pain there, whether you're paying rent or buying a house. You know, 6% year over year is, is pretty steep. And we're hearing that a lot, people who are renting apartments and such, their incomes are not growing as fast as their rent is increasing. We are starting to see maybe a little bit relief there, but over the, the year over year number of 6% is definitely concerning. So if you took out all inflation, again, the average across all inflation was 3.4%. If you took out housing, it's only 1.9%. Huh. So in a way, you could almost blame housing alone for a lot of the increases that, that have been unsustainable, really, for the last year. So for those like me, I mean, I've been said, you know, the, the mortgage, it's not a variable rate mortgage. And my payment is my payment. Uh, so I may have experienced a little bit of relief here in the, in the last year. And the other thing, Brian, I wanted to touch on with, with housing being an issue. We, we talked in the past about, you know, you know, I mean, routinely, I mean, growing up, uh, it was kind of preached at us, the pe people my age, I'm in my fifties that, you know, uh, real estate's always a good investment. Uh, there's only so much land and, you know, it's always a good time to buy a house uh, but, you know, we had talked about w with the landscape of, you know, what's happened in the last couple of years, it's not necessarily the best time uh, for any individual. It might be for some, but uh, it's it's not a general rule. You know, hey, it's always a good time to buy a house. Uh, and are we still maybe in that zone? I think we definitely are. And interest rates have come down a bit, but they're still high. And so I think you explained it well, Steve, where depending on your circumstances, home ownership may still be a great option for you. What I get concerned about is when I see the price of homes going up faster than people's incomes, which has been a huge trend for the last few years. Uh, I worry that people are compromising their financial security 
by buying a home they can't truly afford or a home that they can make the payment on, but it prevents them from giving generously or it prevents them from saving any money for retirement or for their emergency funds. So you end up with someone who has a wonderful house that they're happy to have, but that's the only thing they can afford is their home. And then heaven forbid, you know how it works with home ownership, Steve, something's going to break, right? Yeah. And then do you have money to pay for those repairs and maintenance or even improvements that you might like to make without using more debt? Uh, so that's my biggest concern when I see housing growing at this rate. Well, you know, I was going to ask, uh, well, looking at the data that we received yesterday, uh, you know, what, what are actions to take? And, and, uh, again, you know, just revisiting, uh, the, the, um, whether or not it's a good time to, uh, uh, change, you know, where you're living and buy it or sell or, um, but, uh, really in general, just good overall, uh, financial, uh, steps, you know, practicing, uh, wise financial decisions to be good stewards of the resources God provides to us. Uh, and a lot of that, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's segment, uh, you'll find information at no charge, the, the insights tab uh, that's found at johnmoore.com. And I always uh, like to ask you, especially if I, if I haven't been there prior to us talking, uh, is there anything uh, new that we should uh, keep our eyes open for there? Uh, our January post was on the topic of whether or not it makes sense for you personally to look for the services of a financial advisor. You know, what services should you expect? What value is added by working with a professional? Because honestly, we don't think it's for everybody. Not everybody needs that service. But if it's something you've considered, you can look at our website and we just give an objective approach, as objective as possible as financial advisors, as to where the value might be and, and what you should look for. What we see a lot of times, Steve, is people look for a financial advisor for the wrong reasons. For example, they say, I want to outperform the markets. I want to make lots and lots of money. You know, that's something some financial advisors advertise as a service, but it's a very tough one to fulfill. If you're more concerned about making wise financial decisions, avoiding big financial mistakes, that's where the value of an advisor really lies. And there's more detail on that on that blog post. Very good. Well, uh, Brian, we appreciate the time uh, you've given us today uh, and helping us sift through uh, the data uh, that came out yesterday in regards to inflation and again, taking the spin out of it so we can just really better understand uh, uh, what uh, others may be reporting as we watch other sources. Uh, and we look forward to having you back in for another Friday financial update. Uh, uh, every Friday, the final segment of the broadcast and, and at least once a month taking uh, that full hour uh, to really dive deep into a, a certain topic. So thanks again for your time, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. Have a great weekend, and thanks again for tuning in. Weekday afternoons, 1 o'clock on ABQ Connect. ABQ Connect is a production of KLYT. The views expressed on ABQ Connect do not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of KLYT.